Hello and welcome to Chaplain's Word of the Day. I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as we explore God's Word so that we can be inspired, challenged, and comforted together. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett. And today I want to share a word about vision as I comment on Acts 16 verses 9 through 15. This passage reads, During the night Paul had a vision. There stood a man of Macedonia pleading with him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. When he had seen the vision, we immediately tried to cross over to Macedonia being convinced that God had called us to proclaim the good news to them. We set sail from Troas and took a straight course to Samothrace, the following day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in this city for some days. On the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate by the river where we supposed there was a place of prayer and we sat down and spoke to the women who had gathered there. A certain woman named Lydia, a worshiper of God, was listening to us. She was from the city of Thyatira and a dealer in purple cloth. The Lord opened her heart to listen eagerly to what was said by Paul. When she and her household were baptized, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come and stay at my home and she prevailed upon us. Today, as I share a word about vision, I am reminded of an interchange I had with my father years ago when I was a child. My dad was building a room divider with a countertop between our kitchen and our living room. And as I watched him work, I was impressed in my young mind about how many things my dad could do with his hands. He often told me that he was a jack of all trades and a master of none. And despite that, I can't remember any of his projects that did not turn out well, including this room divider. In any case, as I was watching him work and handing him a tool when he needed me to, I asked him about the plans for the room divider. I couldn't see any drawings, and I was curious how the design of this piece of furniture had come about. My dad just smiled, pointed to his head, and said, The plans are in here. And then he went back to his work. Now this was not the first nor was it the last time my father had a vision for a project and then proceeded to carry out that vision. Time and time again, I saw my dad ponder a project, see a solution to a problem, and then make it happen. He did that many, many different times. And come to think about it, he sort of taught me to do the same thing, although I'm not nearly as skilled with my hands as my father was. And yet, his physical skills were not the vital issue with my dad's projects. No, the key issue was vision. He saw what the future looked like in terms of a garden, a tractor shed, a room divider, or a back porch, and then he went out to realize that vision. Now, this is the same thing we observe in our focal passage for today. You see, Paul had a vision. He had a vision that the people in Macedonia in Europe needed help. And of course, the best help that anybody could give or get is the gospel message. And so Paul and Silas and Luke took the gospel to a new continent, one which was previously unreached by the church. Paul saw the gospel penetrating Europe, 
and led and empowered by the Holy Spirit, he realized that vision. Now, I would never say that the scale and impact of my father's visions for his projects could match the vision or import of Paul. But the fact is, without a vision, neither man would have accomplished anything that they did accomplish, size and importance notwithstanding. I have heard the the importance of a vision described in this way. If you don't see it before you see it, you will never see it. If you don't see it before you see it, you'll never see it. Now, what about us today? Do we have a vision for what our churches could be like? Do we have a vision for what our individual ministries could be like? What about our families or our schools or our workplaces or our nation? So often the saying that we can't see the forest for the trees applies to our lives. We go about our day-to-day existence like mules with blinders on as they walk in a circle, powering a syrup mill. And yes, my dad was from the country, and yes, I do live in Alabama. But we just plod along, one foot after the other, trudging through life. It doesn't have to be that way, however. Let's seek out God's vision for our lives, His vision for our family, His vision for our churches, and then let us pray and ponder and meditate until God shows us the way to realize those visions. Then, like Paul on the grand stage of history and like my father on the carport of our home, let's make it happen. Before I go, let me share my new book with you. Seminary taught me to be a pastor, but the Army taught me to be a leader. I would like to share how God melded those two skill sets in my new book, Decently and in Order. It's available now on Amazon in paperback and on Kindle. If you want to know more about effectively leading teams and events, check out Decently and in Order on Amazon.com. I believe you will find it eye-opening and helpful. That's Decently and in Order by Otis Corbett. Thanks for taking a look. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with another portion of God's Word that we can consider together. Every blessing, I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett.